0: On today's episode of the Loose Change podcast, join us while we talk about our favorite week eighteen matchups, while we pay attention to playoff seating, um, get our prayers up to Damar Hamlin, and of course give you our bet stamp bet of the week.
1: everybody and welcome back to the football edition of the loose change podcast where we have a few guys giving their two cents on everything football there's a hell of a week 18 ahead of us there's a bunch of playoff seating to go through and before we get into that i just want to say man that monday night football thing was insane with Demar hamlin holy shit that was one of the most heartbreaking things i've ever watched were you guys watching that game live
0: I was I remember like watching it in live time and it's just like oh my gosh you just like dropped to the ground what's going on and then the game was stopped for like half an hour and there's just no updates at all like, it was scary on man. Twitter It was really scary man and like, it feels like yeah, the that...
1: whole world just like all of NFL world just like tuning in and Joe Bucks like they've been performing CPR for nine minutes on field you're like I've never heard of this before
0: yeah literally Oh, scary. Watching that
2: clip was made made your heart sink.
0: That makes you appreciate what you have in life. And it was
1: so exciting on the day of a recording. We're recording this Thursday for us to hear updates that apparently he's neurologically sound enough to ask questions like, did they win the Monday night football game? He's not talking yet, but apparently they've progressed a lot we were all scared for his life. And just the fact that he's alive right now and apparently progressing, man, shout out to everyone for their prayers and thoughts. This is one of those things where I feel as though almost no one outside of Skip Bayless made them ab- made this about themselves. Oh, they made it about Damar. Oh, everyone realized it was about this guy's health except for Skip Bayless, but we're not even going to get into it. I, everyone knows he's a piece of shit and this is why you listen to the Lose Change podcast, not Undisputed exactly but shout out to mar prayers with you and your family we're thinking about you and to all those the bills mafia man the way they donate to charities when something happens to one of their boys it is really cool to see
0: yeah they're honestly like as much as i dislike the bills just as a a sports fan and a ravens fan like you just have to respect the hell out of their fans they are you know, they rally. They've done this multiple times with other injuries and it just, you know, really came to the forefront here. And like just kudos to them.
2: Just straight yeah, up. They almost do it like so many times, I can't count how many times they've came to the call of a player, a charity. Sometimes it's not even sports related. Then the Bills fans just see something terrible that happened and are like, "All right, guys, let's get together and help how we can." They're a great fan base. They get some flack for being crazy motherfuckers, but <laughs> if I lived in Buffalo, I think Jumped I'd be a, a little crazy base. too. <laughs>
1: exactly. We get it. I mean, you're Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Exciting we to have hear, any good Buffalo news,
2: listeners. Yeah. We love you, Buffalo.
1: We do. <laughs> I think as Southern Ontarians, all of us kind of have some appreciation because we know a lot of bills fans at least. Yeah. So when they win, we're not too bitter.
0: They're like and the closest they have to a home team, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what, they're going to dominate week 18. They're going to be playing for DeMar DeMar's family said, guys go out, play for the kid. Like it's go bills rest away. I feel as though with what's happened, it would be in a, in a movie, a storybook ending. If the bills use this as a motivation, if, if you need any more motivation than a teammate of yours going down like that, um, I'm cheering for the bills rest away. If not the Eagles win, I hope the bills do it for DeMar and his family. This is awesome. Go bills and shout out DeMar, but that's enough bills talk. Let's talk a little bit about some week 18 matchups that are actually going to impact the postseason. Enough of this Panthers and Falcons talk that we've done throughout the year. No oh. more. No longer. Let's jump we'll into some important this podcast anymore. Yeah, so now we get to talk about the Josh dobbs let Titans in their oh, playoff push.
0: Play. It's so much better. <laughs> yeah, but let's can, start there. Can we there. talk about that for a minute, though? Like Dobbs actually looked decent last week.
1: Apparently, he might like get a go as the starter next year because Malik Willis was not ready this year to play NFL football at all. He doesn't know how to he's throw not. the ball, I don't think.
0: He, like, I mean, he has the arm talent, but he does not know how to read an NFL defense.
1: So does Zach Wilson. He has yeah. plenty of arm talent. Yeah, Anyways. But
2: it's one of those situations where he's... Has raw talent. Hopefully, can develop. But yeah, it was I was hoping he he maybe had a shot right away, but it's not looking like it.
0: I fucking hope so. Dan robbed Devonte Smith off of me for Malik Willis in fantasy. So <laughs> yes,
2: shout out Devonte Smith.
1: Titans are six and a half point dogs with Josh Dobbs as their quarterback, facing the Trevor Lawrence and Doug, Dougie P led Jaguars. Jags at home. Do we think Derek Henry can carry this team? Can Josh Dobbs really sling it to get past the Jaguars who have been like the hottest team in football lately? For me, it's it's it'd be a shock to see the Titans pull this through and it would be attributed to Vrabel and Henry if they do. I don't see how that happens though. I'm all the way okay. on board with the Jags making a push in the playoffs. What do you guys think? It's surprising, obviously, like even think about when they were two and five this year, they looked really bad early on in the season, yeah. got mopped by the Eagles when I watched them, but they're putting up points now.
0: I think the it's going to be a closer game than people are expecting, honestly, just because you've got like, you can account for Derrick Henry, but this man just like somehow goes into a different beast when playoffs are on the line as a Ravens fan, that's watched him run over my team twice in playoffs. It's just like a different animal out there. So, I mean, I, I'm not counting the Titans out of this at all. And the dog, uh, Dobbs led like passing attack actually looked half decent last week. So I think but, they look
1: better with Dobbs than they did with Willis for sure
0: definitely better than willis like if they had to play this game with willis it becomes a way tougher matchup for them but having the option to at least pass to open up the running game for henry is going to make this a big game and like the jacks haven't been as consistent as i would like them neither of them have so i just think that's anyone's game i don't yeah, love the Jags I, defense but and no, i
2: no, think no. the difference maker could also be just that the titans have kind of been in this situation before uh Different sure. cast of characters this time around, but they've they've been contenders in the past, and uh, they know what to do with Derrick Henry and the Jags. They're the exciting team. Great to see that turnaround after the he who should not be named, aka Urban Meyer, year. Um Yeah, it's great to see that turnaround. But yeah, I'm, especially I'm going for going Trevor Lawrence, Titans. he was supposed to be like leaning the best. Towards the Titans, ever. yeah. 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 Uh, so, and it's nice to see his turnaround this year. T Law's had a way better second year after not having to deal with a crazy head coach.
1: Well, I understand the Titans are going to contend in this game, and I expect it to be a great game. I wouldn't be surprised if the Titans were winning at some point in this game, but I'm still taking the Jaguars to advance to the playoffs as the winner of this game does make the playoffs and the loser doesn't. Are either of you two taking the Titans?
0: I'll take the Titans.
2: you feel good yeah, about that? I think that? I'm leaning towards Titans here as No, well. I don't.
1: <laughs>
2: They're <laughs> I underdogs. Yeah, don't
1: go put your money. Go put your money just, on it if you feel good.
0: I, like, the Titans' defense has been really underrated, and the Jags' offense... Especially has their run-D. Mm.
2: Yeah,
0: they've clean. Like, the Jags' offense has gotten better recently, but... They've, they made a lot of mistakes early season. You still got a lot of young guys versus a team that was like the number one AFC seed last year. They've got a lot more experience under their belt and a stout defense. And I think that in a game that's probably going to have under 35 points in it, you're I'm taking the better D.
1: Yeah, the over-under is only 40. I think this, t- this game is going to come down to the turnover battle. I think Trevor Lawrence, the one knock on him, is he doesn't protect the ball well enough yet. When it comes to fumbles and picks, he has a little Carson Wentz in him. As an Eagles fan, I see it sometimes, right? Just take the sack, take the two-yard gain, take the check down, and he doesn't. He tries to make the play and loses the ball. That's one thing that worries me, but I'm not going against Dougie P. baby. It's playoff time. Here we go.
2: Oh, man.
1: Seahawks-Rams, on the other side of things, is... Basically, what will open the floodgates for the Packers-Lions game or will close them. If the Seahawks win, the Lions will have no chance to make the playoffs, and then it'll basically just become a spoiling aspect of the Packers. If the Seahawks lose, all of a sudden, the Lions-Packers game become becomes a win and you're in. Seahawks-Rams, yeah. Seahawks favorited by six points. We're all rooting for the Rams, right? Let's go Baker. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Of course.
2: Of course. Yeah. Man, if we, the best that, in the league. if we get to see that. We get to see that line Cinderella story.
1: That's what we're all rooting for, right? Yeah. We're just we're trying to get for there for, for Dan people. Campbell, baby.
2: Yeah. Cause I can't lie. i say it's nice, to, I love these, like these meaningful last week games. It's a lot better than seeing guys getting sat do, like, so they don't get hurt. Right. Last week, we're actually seeing some meaningful football. That doesn't always get to happen. A lot of the time, it's just some, I hate to say it, but throwaway games. Um, yeah, so it's going to be nice to see uh, some meaningful football. I'm r- really hoping we get a, a Rams victory here, but Seattle has got something to play for. they are They're not going to go down easy, that's for sure. What do you guys think?
0: I think Seattle's going down easy. Oh, I think Seattle has been awful lately. Like, yeah, I agree. They've gotten away from what was working for them early in the season, which was, you know, handing the ball off 30 times plus a game and letting Gino manage the game and uh, run this offense or play action. They've gotten down early in a lot of games and they've struggled to put up points when they have to. And I just, I don't know. Like if I had to pick between the three teams, I uh, I want to see the lions I think they're the most exciting team in the wild card spot right now of course seeing rogers somehow turn it around and make playoffs in a season that he was written off would be insane as well and like I mean I'd love to see Gino with the way he was playing early in the season but the way they're playing right now like I'm not jumping off the seat of my co- uh couch to go and watch Gino Smith play in the wild card game their like, defense
1: just... has gotten so much worse too yeah they've just yeah, really. Yeah, started,
0: all yeah. aspects of the game, like offense, defense, even their special teams, like they've just struggled as a whole.
2: Yeah. Seattle has been a, a team that I talked up in the past episodes, but like you said, Kyle, lately, they just haven't been the same football team and they've kind of lost some of the trust I had in them. Uh, and especially just, yeah. And Gino too, just ha- hasn't been able to, to win those games for them. Uh And I just think, yeah, the Lions is the most interesting story. But man, if we could also see Rogers somehow go like turn it around when everyone's written him off, including myself, man, I would love to be stood corrected. Who do you uh, like out of this trio, Tyler?
1: Well, let's. I think all of us are clearly hoping the Rams win just so we can have that game be fun. So let's play a game called "What If." What if the the Rams win and beat the Seahawks. Lions Packers, I'm definitely rooting for the Lions. I've had enough yep. of Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. I don't think they're an especially entertaining team without Devonte Adams as well. And for me, I'm all about entertainment. The Lions in the playoffs is exactly the most entertaining game you want. They have no defense and they have a great offense. <laughs> And they have Dan fucking Campbell just watching the wave go, not giving a shit about the game. Like this team is way more fun. I'm all on board with the lions and I'm going to craft some parlays that would allow the lions to get into the playoffs. Cause that's what I'm rooting for this Sunday.
0: If you had to face one as an Eagles fan, I like this game. What?
1: Okay. Let's play yeah. Who our other plays as an Eagles fan.
0: Yeah. Would you rather play the lions or the Packers?
1: I'd rather pay the Packers by a mile
0: <laughs> a <laughs> Yeah, think mile, so? actually.
1: Yeah. The mostly I'm, I'm talking here because the way the Eagles lose is time of possession, just getting run down your throat, getting onto third and one and then converting the, the Detroit offensive linemen can absolutely do that if they need to. Yeah. And the Packers fucking can't. That's for sure.
0: All right. Eagles-Lions, the matchup we're all waiting for.
1: Oh, man. If the Lions beat the Eagles this year in the playoffs, that might actually get me to boycott football for a year. This might be the last podcast you've ever heard. (laughs) Like,
0: what happened to Tyler Two-Cents?
1: Lions-Packers is the game to watch for sure. I'm excited Sunday night, think, but it's weird that they are going to wait for the Seattle game and then be- eventually make it pointless.
0: That was definitely a a problem with the scheduling in my opinion, but like I do think that this game is going to be entertaining either way cuz the Packers still have to win this game to clinch that last spot and you know the Lions want to play the upset against their division rival. They want to send Aaron Rodgers into retirement. They want to leave on a high note for next year. So it's, uh,
2: but I mean, also the, like. All those Lions fans happy.
0: The other side of things is if the Rams lose to Seattle and Seattle takes that spot, Detroit's happy because they just moved up in their draft spot.
2: Oh,
1: okay. It's a little <laughs> win-win action. Yeah,
0: a little win-win.
1: Shit. All right. I like it. Yeah, if I'm a Detroit Lions fan, this is all gravy, baby. I'd love to see a playoff game, but it doesn't have to happen. I'm curious to know what you guys think, what they do with Goff. Has Goff proved it enough that he's going to be the quarterback next year? Do they draft a quarterback in the first round is what my real question is.
0: I think if you have like a top five pick and a chance to go get like a Stroud or Bryce Young out of this draft, that you kind of have to take a shot at them. But if it's not Stroud or
1: Young, no?
0: Um, I think that they'll, they'll maybe wait until a later pick, like use their own pick on a QB and like the later rounds, someone falls to them uh, that they like, like if you get like a, a Will Levis or someone along those lines in like the middle rounds. But I just, it, it's really hard to say. I think we're going to see what the 49ers did uh in San Fran with like Jimmy G and Trey Lance where it was like they went and spent this like third round draft pick or uh, third overall draft pick on a prospect that they really liked and then they still started Jimmy G for a year and just let him like get comfortable in the offense and stuff we're seeing that more and more in the NFL so I would not be at all surprised for them to at least like They're not going to cut Goff. I, I don't think there's a way no. he gets cut. Yeah, he's got at least one more year in Detroit. So at the very least, they're going to have a QB competition. And to your point,
1: Kyle, it seems like the strategy for some of the best quarterbacks in the game is to let them sit. I'm talking about Mahomes. I'm talking about Aaron Rodgers. Like These yeah. people sat for a year, at, in Rodgers' case, more, to and became... The best players they could be and maybe they would have never been if they're forced into it in their rookie season so
0: yeah yeah. well it's like would you rather have a a Trevor Lawrence rookie season or would you rather have like a Mahomes or Lamar-esque rookie season where they sat for the first two thirds of the year starter goes down and then they come in already understanding how an NFL offense works how to make their reads they've been watching this game from the sidelines and they're they're now put into the spotlight and know what to do, versus Trevor Lawrence, who is just like literally thrown to the wolves with high expectations, or even like a Zach Wilson. Yeah. I think Zach Inger Wilson. Very Kenny
2: Pickett too this year as well.
0: Yeah, like it's just. I mean, I, I hate Pickett. So I mean, <laughs> get me started there. I don't think he's a good quarterback. <laughs> but we'll like, see, we'll see. I see like someone like Zach Wilson. Like I think he could have benefited with his raw talent sitting behind someone that knew what they were doing
1: absolutely so,
0: like jared goff has been to a super bowl he has ran this offense very well this year he understands it if they don't hire a new oc you've got that familiarity going into the next year coming off of a seven and nine or eight and eight season like they've got momentum to build off so i don't think yeah, they're just, eight uh, and eight right now like they could yeah, be you know, nine and, and eight and-
2: And Goff isn't, like, a guy that has the cannon arm either. He excels at quarterback with his IQ, right? So he would be a great quarterback to learn under.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. interesting. Uh, I think it's interesting to see, like, how they're going to build this offense. Because, like, they went and got all these burners on, like, DJ Chark and Jameson Williams. And then you have Goff. So (laughs) I feel like you have to have a guy with a big arm that can accomplish something, you know? Yeah. All right, we're go- going on to the next uh, seed in the NFC. Are we going to talk one seed a little bit here, or what?
1: Let's get it out of the way. The Eagles are 14-point favorites against the Giants. The Giants can't move out of their position. They're in the second wild card spot. They are locked in there, and there's not much they can do. So do you start your starters and stay hot, try to beat a division rival and take them out of a bye, or – you strictly just worry about your next playoff game sit all your starters to keep them healthy that's the question right now i'm not sure what they do the books giving the eagles a 14 point favorite suggests that brian dable is going to sit his guys but to me brian dable is like one of the only coaches in the nfl that would actually just say fuck it we're going all in here we're playing 100 to beat the eagles here what do you guys think? Do the Giants do that, or do they rest their guys? For me, I'm I think it's completely game time decision, and I don't know what to say.
0: I think that the line's more indicative of Hertz being back hopefully this week than it is of the 14 Giants. Fourteen points sitting there. though,
1: like there's it's no 14, way it jumps from huge. six to fourteen just but, like, by
0: Jalen. The Giants just, like, haven't been playing really well either. I mean, they, they've been starting to get some wide receivers a little bit more involved, but, like, they've really struggled running the ball, which was really their bread and butter, was running the ball, managing the clock, and just grinding it out. And, like, I, I do see a scenario where the Giants eventually, like, probably rest their starters in the second half, but I think there's no way they open with their second strings out there.
1: You know what's interesting is the Giants can only face two different teams in the first round, depending on how Week 18 goes. They'll either play in Minnesota or in San Francisco. If they play the 49ers, I think the 49ers hand in their lunch. But if they play Minnesota, I think the Giants are a better team. And I think they take Minnesota down. It might be a conversation for next week, but a little preview. Watch out for this team in the playoffs. They have a good oh, defense. They can run the ball. Hot
0: you think the Giants would beat out Minnesota? I know they're going
1: to be underdogs. Like I'm sure Minnesota will oh. be like six point favorites. But that's going to give me the Giants spread, and I'll sprinkle the money line.
2: What time oh, are you go? game at?
1: That, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's such a good point. Every playoff game is <laughs> prime time, baby. I'm <laughs> oh, team cousins is one of the best memes in all of football. Let's move from the NFC and go into the AFC. AFC basically kind of got messed up with the whole cancellation of Monday night. Such an they, important game. It's such an important game for seating. It seems as though we're going to take this podcast with this information. It seems as though the NFL is suggesting we're going to cancel the game. It won't be played. And for seeding wise, we'll talk about point percentage. Yeah. This basically means that the Chiefs will be the one seed if they win. In Did
0: you Week see 18. that they're discussing changing the one seed though? Like they're discussing that the one seed will have the choice of either first round buy or home field advantage, and the number two seed will have the other one. Is
1: so that's because of the like unprecedented and weird thing of canceling the game. So now they're basically taking away one of the perks of being one seed and giving it to the two seed?
0: Uh, Yeah. So I think that the reasoning behind it is because the Bengals had a legitimate shot at the one seed if they beat the bills in this game and the bills would be the current one seed if they won that game. So the chiefs are currently sitting as the one seed with a win and in scenario where they really shouldn't be the bills or Bengals should have had it.
1: Because either way, no matter who either would way. have won that game, the Chiefs would not yeah. have had this Obviously, situation. Obviously,
0: results of Week 18, depending, but like, sure, if uh, like regardless of how that game plays out, we would be looking at a scenario where the Bills or Bengals are winning in, and they control their own destiny. So I think that the whole idea is that like, why are we gonna just? Veto this game, give the Chiefs the one seed when realistically the Bills or Bengals could have had it, and we're gonna make it less of a competitive advantage. So,
1: yeah, there's lots of things bouncing around there. So let's say the Chiefs get the one seed, that means they get the bye, That right? That's that's still the case. If they,
0: it, yeah, I think yeah, currently, but they could choose to take home field advantage over the bye.
1: But no team would take home field because yeah, I don't you. Think that makes no you sense. Could lose. Yeah. You could lose. You, you could they lose. they take the buy. You assume you they definitely... take the bye. And then that means that their game in the conference finals wouldn't be a home game, though. It would be an away Correct. game. This is Dude. such a crazy combo. This is wild. Bengals fan, Dan, how do you feel about the whole thing for the Bengals? I guess they kind of don't have a shot at the one seed now.
2: I'm just happy that... Uh they've been it, Bengals were not being picked as a favorite early on in the year just cuz they had a rough go at the beginning but they turned it around at the right time and
0: they look like the powerhouse that we saw last year yeah uh, exactly season, We didn't see that like their o-line wasn't meshing and now suddenly they're they're back to where they were last year yeah
2: they they clicked bad. at the right time which is all you can ask for um honestly i'm not too worried about the seeding because Once the playoff football starts, they'll be winning games.
1: They are hot at the right time. I think the Bengals are underratedly the team to beat in the AFC. I don't know why they're not getting the respect that the Bills and the Chiefs get. Because the Bengals made the fucking Super Bowl last year. They were the team. And now all Mm -hmm. of a sudden, they're having another great season. Just because it's not Mahomes and it's not Josh Allen. I feel as though it's extremely weird how little respect the Joe Burrow led Bengals are getting coming into the playoffs.
2: So yeah, Dan, I Dan, said me, it before. Uh, let me
0: ask. Uh, go ahead.
2: A lot of these games just come down to one score. So oh, like, it's, sure. they're like, so such close games that when it comes down to the playoffs and these winning in scenarios and, um, uh, so, and the Bengals have proven that they they can come clutch and get that one score against teams that you could argue are better than them, uh, t- talent-wise. Yeah, uh, they won a wise. lot of
1: underdog games last year in the playoffs. Yeah,
2: so they're not afraid to be the underdog. They know how to win as the underdog. So, they're a good uh backing pick, and I was thinking about possibly laying a future down on them. Uh, that's how confident I am on them.
0: You said possibly. Seeing something that calm. yeah, yeah it sounds like live on show. You should definitely go put $100. bet the Ravens to yeah. not win the Super Bowl.
2: <laughs> Gotta add that Super Bowl <laughs> ring to Burrow's drip.
0: Yeah. Oh damn! He's gonna wear Jamar Chase's ring. Ooh. What question were you gonna ask Dan? So I'll, I'll play the same game with you, Dan. So the Bengals this week. It looks like they're if the Bills. Uh, Bengals game gets canceled. The Bengals are playing for the two and, or three seed, which sets up a matchup with either the Ravens, the Chargers, or there's any number of teams that could take the seven seed, but currently it's the Patriots. So let's say the Patriots. Which of those three teams do you rather play week one?
2: Obviously, if it's the Patriots, it's the Patriots, but um if it's not the Patriots, that might be another story. Um, I think I'm thinking the Chargers. I'm thinking the Chargers. You'd rather play the Chargers week one, then? Uh, Who's the first option?
0: The Ravens or the Patriots?
1: Hey Dan, don't back off that answer. I'm actually with you. I think it's a hot yeah. take, but I don't. I don't I, like the Chargers team that much.
2: They've they've never had it all together this year. At least it doesn't feel like it not one bit and they they've the the Ravens always scare me a little because they're (laughs) the Ravens and the Chargers just haven't had that uh that playoff success really so I think the Bengals are a good matchup against the Chargers I feel like we can find a way to win that game all right Kyle let's ask you now buddy
1: which Ravens you're the Ravens Which team do you want to face the most and the least in the first round compared,
0: like, out of, like, the possibilities? So we're kind of – we originally had a chance at the ASC North, which would have set us up to play, like, possibly your – not even Patriots, probably would have been, like, Chargers. I think right now we're in a position where we're currently the sixth seed and possibly the five seed of Chargers lose to Denver. But the uh, high
1: likelihood is that they'll—they're the number six seed, and their options would likely be the Bengals, the Bills, or the Chargers.
0: The Chargers? How do it...
1: to play the Chargers? You'd have um, like there's it, it would take a lot. It would take. We could technically New England play the winning, Titans. Baltimore winning, Chargers winning. We could technically winning. play the
0: winner of the Titans-Jags game.
1: Yeah, if we that's seed so that's so the no one be between, ideal. I
0: think it would be between probably Bengals and um, Jags. So I would probably play the Jags or Titans. I I would rather play the Titans over the Jags. Who would you I rather that, play, the
1: Bengals or the Bills? Ooh,
0: um, I would rather play the Bengals. I think yeah. the, the Ravens have really struggled offensively. And as much as both teams are offensive powerhouses, the Ravens know the Bengals. So I trust our defense to give Joe Burrow and the Bengals a really good run for their money. Whereas that matchup against the Bills is not what it was last year. Like we still, I mean, we still match up well against the the Bills when we're fully healthy, but the Bills are going to have a chip on their shoulder. And I just, the way that we're playing right now and with Lamar possibly coming back, he even if he's back, his first game back off a of PCL sprain after not practicing for like four weeks. Like, I don't like my matchup against anyone personally, but if I had to pick one, it'd probably be the Bengals.
1: Yeah, you don't yeah, feel God very good eh, the about Ravens the Ravens fans. right now. I,
0: I, at this point, I wish the Ravens didn't make playoffs. Like, I'd just rather have a higher draft. Pick That's how just...
1: little hope you have about this year. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The way that no, it's been tough the end of the year for you guys.
0: Yeah, it, it's been a rough go. So hoping for big changes in the off season.
1: I kind of want to Greg Roman. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. That is the bigger thing. Hopefully (laughs) Roman is not the offensive coordinator anymore. And I want to end this podcast pretty quickly, but I do want to just do one more topic and it's, I know it's close to home and it's just me. It's my podcast. I don't give a fuck Eagles talk. Um, If the Eagles lose week 18, absolutely pencil them to lose the playoff Week one and two. Their Super Bowl odds have already went down to plus 550 from plus 400. If the Eagles lose, they have no chance of winning any playoff game. in week. If they lose to the Giants in week 18. <laughs> it's Holy all God. about momentum, man. It <laughs> it's is really all momentum. about momentum. That's why
0: I don't want to play a team like the Chargers or the Jags right now. they I think hot. that they're getting hot at the right time. Yeah. Even the Bengals are getting really hot right now. The Eagles aren't. Every single time
1: I'm watching an Eagles game, it's Lane Johnson going down. It's AJ rolling his ankle. It's Hurts getting a sprained shoulder. I'm so worried about this Eagles team. I was so pumped. But now I'm worried about us not getting the bye. Like this week 18 is so important to the Eagles. I literally think they have no shot if they don't win. And if they do win, it's, hey, I'm back on the wagon, but I'm actually worried for the first time all season long. That this team might not be.
0: There's a legitimate against. reason to be concerned, honestly. Like momentum's a huge thing, and like Hertz has been out for a few weeks. It takes a little bit to get more comfortable again, and like get that swagger and confidence back. And like we saw when the Ravens had their fourteen and two season, and then they just got demolished yeah. by the Chargers in the Week One, or I guess it was second week of playoffs technically because they had the bye, but like they literally stepped on the field, and you're like, what am I watching right now? And I I do see what you're saying, that, like, the Eagles could potentially. I don't personally think it's going to happen because I I have faith in Hurts coming back strong and I have faith in their defense stepping up, getting healthy at the right time. Like, they're going to get Gardner Johnson back. I think Jordan Davis is right on the cusp of coming back. So, fingers crossed that they're getting healthy. Yeah. They're definitely. Whole, I mean, healthy. if they have the buy, they're going to have an even more of an opportunity to get healthy, right? Like. And that's
1: what I'm saying though. They need that buy almost more than any they team do. has ever they need that needed. Buy, buy.
0: For sure, I agree with you there. If they don't get the buy, then it becomes a lot more challenging for them.
1: Yeah, and playing in the link all playoffs long like, that matters so much. Yeah, I'm just extremely
0: nervous. Well, but... the other side is like, if they don't win their division, they could potentially fall to the five seed. Which like Oh
1: god dude.
0: I mean I at that point you're playing the division winner of the NFC South, so it's like Carolina or whoever, the Bucks, I guess. So I don't yeah, you want to play the, Tom Brady round the one, the Buccaneers
1: are guaranteed a bye or Buccaneers. Those are their two options. Yeah. So hopefully it's the bye because I mean I watched the Buccaneers game last year and they didn't particularly have a chance <laughs> in that game. Oh man. Anyways, let's get into our Betstamp Bets of the Week. Cue the music. It's time for the Bets of the Week. Download Betstamp using code Change to find the best odds for your bet. It's basically the Expedia of sports betting. You use this app to find winners and the best winners, because a winner is a winner, but you want to win the most. So that should be put on a t-shirt, actually. That was pretty poetic. Uh, Daniel Castle, you are our spread king. You are our money line guy. Kyle's our props guy, so I'll start with you. How the hell do we win some money this week, my guy?
2: I think you'll win some money if you look on over at the uh, Cardinals 49ers game. twenty uh, 425- five. 425 start time it's a hefty spread but there's
1: no way you're betting the cardinals
2: yeah so i'm taking the 49ers (laughs) right okay it's 14 it's 14 by 14 14, but 14 spread but yeah but you can get it at a plus 108 on pinnacle so why not take that uh double up at plus money
1: yeah honestly dan i'm with you even i'm with you on the first half line 49ers favorited by 7.5 in the first half they're not oh, gonna wait nice till the fourth yeah. quarter to blow them out they're gonna blow yeah. them out right from the jump i like that yeah. better
0: i think
2: yeah i know there are a few sports books still here the scrolling through bet stamp uh way still offering a uh, 13 and a half at minus minus one twenty. Really? Which also, yeah. That's which a big, also jump. isn't good. If you want to make game. a parlay with that, use that as your anchor. I think that's your lock.
1: I like it. Okay. So 49ers over the Cardinals, 49ers spread. Kyle, you do not miss <laughs> props. You're four for four Apparently. on the prop bets. Use in the bet stamp era of the loose change podcast. So yeah. is there, are we only five for five? What's up?
0: We're going five for five, and I'm actually not going to stray too far away. I'm staying right down in San Francisco with my boy, Brandon Ayuk. Okay. Um, Head on over to BetStamp. Um, Currently, the only sportsbook showing the lines are Bet365. We've got to remember, we're shooting this Thursdays, so a lot of player props aren't available yet. But over at Bet365, you can get it for plus 138. Uh, Obviously, check your own BetStamp account, see if you can find... Any lines that are, you know, an improvement over that, but IU scoring a touchdown here, 49ers are chasing that one seed.
1: And Kyle is four for four, which is for those that aren't great at math, a one hundred percent win rate. Go make some money right now. Bang, bang. So that's 49ers spread. We're staying in there for the IU TD.
2: I love it. And I'll Go just betstamp code lose change baby.
1: L O O S E C H A N G E. Thank you, betstamp. And that was our first ever 2023 episode of the Loose Change Podcast Football Edition. Thank you so much for tuning in. Next week, we got playoff previews. We'll see you then.